Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Oh gosh. Okay, we have a we have a baby on board. We always seems that baby we do. on set. Baby on set. Quiet on set. We got a baby on set. <laughs> uh, we got titties on set. Baby on set. Um, maybe both will be happening simultaneously during this podcast. <laughs> might see both. We might see both. Uh, wouldn't be the first time I've seen titties on this podcast. <laughs> My best friend and new mother of three, three babies, Taylor Trust. and we Trace. Trace. We <laughs> have worn these. Sp- specifically they actually aren't for this taylor at all they're for um the queen taylor yes, swift <laughs> but the bars that i mean these sweatshirts for the taylor swift eras tour like commemoratively and i was like we obviously have to wear these on the episode with you yes and the matching headbands because duh, duh. um okay so welcome back thank you we're having you here because one duh and two everyone and their mom literally <laughs> wants to know everything about your recent birth which took place dun, da, 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 at home down the street down the street right down the street at her home mm-hmm. i got a little call at like 4 11 4 4 11 a.m it's so funny though because since i've been on i kept calling it baby watch with taylor because i've obviously known about her home birth since she decided it and then i was always meant to be there during the birth just mm-hmm. as to get have help and for all the reasons Every sentimental reason. and other reasons but like mostly because we're, i mean like the midwives may or may not have made it in time if you happen to give birth up oh, there goes the baby baby novi she might want the titty we're gonna have to we're gonna have to hold and see on that but um <laughs> basically whenever i got the call it's funny because since i've been on baby watch i keep calling it i forgot to put my phone in that like do not disturb mode where only you calling yes. rings it the one night i forgot was the night you went into labor and i don't know what it was i'm gonna say it was like a universe or god thing because oh <laughs> i like my phone i was playing white noise i also mm-hmm. never play white noise on my phone because i have an alarm clock and it does it but i was playing it on my phone and the white noise cut off and I literally, you know, when you like, you're not like, oh, what, you know, when you're like this and you like, just like wake up, like, oh, like, what was that? Like really gently, but also like, oh my gosh, I need, you're just like awake. Yeah. I'm trying to like explain. It makes sense for anyone that's watching. Like I just like rose out of bed quietly, but then like, if you're listening to this, it might be confusing. But anyways, I look at my phone, the white noise is off and I see Mike Monica calling me and it's four. 11 in the morning so i'm like so you knew instantly i was like she's in, yeah she's in labor so i answer it or like you know something horribly tragic happened i don't know one or the other and so i was like hey and he was like it's time it really was ah, like that he's like it's time said. yeah he's like hey 
pretty sure she's in labor. It's time. I we was never like, talked okay. about this, actually. Well, yeah, you were a bit busy. I wasn't well, going to be like, he... do you want to hear about the phone call when Mike called me? Aren't you interested? No, I actually am interested. I didn't, I didn't know he was like, I, actually, yeah, what did he say? He's like, it's time for real. Yeah, I mean, he, oh, by the way, we're back. She's on the teeth. We didn't really bring it up. Uh, she's There's hungry. just a baby here. There's just a blurred baby on, if you're watching this on YouTube. Okay. Um, we're an equal opportunist podcast <laughs> around here, guys. Listen, <laughs> no discriminations to the titties and the feeding of the babies. What do they say on Instagram? What do moms love to say? A fed baby's best baby. What does it say? Fed is best. Fed is best. They don't just say it on Instagram. <laughs> they say it everywhere. Good to know. <laughs> great, great to know. If you're listening, they fed say it is everywhere. Best. Fed is best. Um, so anyways, I, yeah, he was just like, it, hey, it was really calm. He's like, hey, I'm pretty sure she's in labor. It's time. And I was like, okay. Oh and I was like, John, need anything? Like, do you want me? He's like, nope, just come over. And I was like, cool. And then became the motion, the plan, which we had already kind of put in motion, mm-hmm. which was like, the the setup for as far as like parking goes is a bit tight at their house my house too so like nashville in general and so it was like i was in charge of like moving all the cars because midwives were coming uh miss rachel their nanny came like there was just a lot of her mom wasn't there yet but like that was an option then realistically i had always thought in my head that i would I would, I told myself I would walk there so that my car would be one less car, but like that made no fucking sense. Like, you're walk, like, I'm not walking at not four walking in the morning. at 4 11 in the morning, like to your house. It's not like we don't live in like a residential <laughs> neighborhood. <laughs> Everyone's like, what the fuck? That's, and that's how I got kidnapped. Um, could you imagine kidnapping me? Someone would be like, get her out of my car right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I went over there, was moving cars. You were just at that point, like still on the bed, still just kind of like definitely having contractions, yeah. but. Um, yeah, I mean, it was just, oh, yeah, you were the first one there. Yeah, yeah. Wow. This is all coming back to me. It's all coming back. It's coming back to me now. Yeah. So I was there. It was fantastic. It was, I wanted to be really quiet. Who me? But like, seriously, I wanted to like not disrupt anything because, and Taylor can get further into this as far as like the home birth decision went. But like, as far as I am concerned, this bitch mentally has changed everything about herself. That's not true. I don't know why I said that. Um, this, this, the home birth was such a more of a mental like process, I feel like, than physical, like mm-hmm. as far as pain and preparing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It was really mental. So I knew I didn't want to disrupt the mental side of your shit. So I was like, I'm going to come in. I'm going to ask well. quietly what they want me to help with. I'm going <laughs> to be silent and less spoken to. I'm not going to try to be funny. I tried to be funny twice and no one laughed. So I was like, okay, we're going <laughs> to. I'll don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it wasn't funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I just remember like trying to be really calm and quiet. And I was helping fill up the tub and it was so precise, the temperature. It's so funny how actually, of course, holistic and natural, the whole home birth process is, but it's crazy how like medical it is too. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, so obviously this, you know, it just feels warm, right? They're like, get the thermometer and make sure it's 98.6 or whatever it actually was. I, remember. I know. And I was like, okay. And I remember one time I put the thing in there and I go, it's good. I was like, the temperature is, um, I think I said like 98.4. And they were like, no. And I go, well, you said 90, they're like 98.6. And I'm flubbing the numbers, but like, they were so serious about like the exact temperature it had to be. And oh, I was yeah. like, oh, okay. Well, this is like a real thing. All right. I know people think that I think when you think of like a home birth, it's just kind of like estimating ballpark um what are these crunchy weirdo hippies like doing and they really it they do have it down to a science science. (laughs) lol (laughs) lol but no but it was but it's very professional like i I felt like you guys had and and I know maybe if midwives are listening to this, they're like, we're not doctors. Maybe they'll appreciate that I say this, but like they literally, I felt like three doctors were in the room with you. Yeah. Like three really nice, calming. They're very educated on 
birth in general. And I think that's where people like don't have the right idea of midwives because they're kind of they're not seen as as I guess as smart as doctors, obviously, because they're not doctors. They aren't, but they are trained and they're professionals in birth. Right, which and is the, the amount of part. documentaries this bitch made me watch. I mean, like the way that I just have a brief break from watching birth. I just am thankful for that, okay? I but it. I I just remember watching all the schooling and training and yeah. and oh, it's we've got thunder and uh, tornado warnings and we're getting a bit flashy here with the with the electricity. Yes. There's a lot going on on this podcast right now. But um yeah, I was just shocked by that. I mean, a, a lot of questions I got and we don't have to like go into them in depth were questions about um like like so how what do you do afterwards like what if she needed to be stitched like so how do they measure like she has to go to the hospital right so they can do all this stuff right and I'm like no I was also shocked at like how quickly they went into okay does she need sutures you didn't need to be sewn up um I don't know if that's in part due to you doing a home birth and it being a lot more like natural but I mean they were like very very like I said I felt like I was in a room with a team full of doctors even though I know they're not technically doctors I mean they come prepared for all that stuff like if you hemorrhage they have pitocin they carry um oxygen for baby they carry stuff for mom if she needs issues or if she has issues not needs issues um they carry what else I'm like thinking like they can sit you up right there if you have a tear I watched them they do everything when you were on the thing they were like we're checking her now to make sure she doesn't have a tear that we need to stitch up and I was like oh y'all stitch her up and they were like yeah yeah they carry they carry everything like they are professionals right no it it felt it felt extremely and I know that's in due part too to you hiring who you hired you went with wild fig which is a great company I'm sure very you know sought after but I was just very impressed I was impressed with the whole process um so basically I guess the main question and you can just summarize this because I know this is you know you'll go more in depth on your own time but what uh what made you choose to do a home birth after having two (laughs) hospital two hospital births with epidurals both times the biggest question yet um big bang ultimately I think the answer to why I decided to do a home birth is a lot of different layers so Mm -hmm. it's not just like a one simple answer but I wouldn't say that I had any issues with my hospital births like I don't regret them or anything I like just said that on my story yesterday um I just wanted to try something new and I got really hooked on the idea of something called physiological birth which is what I made you watch oh yeah, yeah 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 um I got really fixated on the concept of physiological birth as opposed to just doing it the traditional American way of being medicated in a hospital on your back, doing the whole thing that I've done twice. Right. I just wanted to try something new. And I had friends who have done it recently who'd say nothing. I mean, they rave about it. So like nothing but good things. Physiological just mean like natural? It's a it's a process that your body does naturally. So like digesting your food. It's you physiological. Don't think about digesting your food. You just your body just does it. Right. Breathing. Like so I got a hemorrhoid. Sometimes I'd be thinking about that shit. <laughs> Sometimes it's really at the front of my mind. Yeah. Well, that's what they say. Birth, birth is a physiological process that your body knows how to do. Right. Obviously, it's painful and the contractions don't feel good. But that's why you mentally prepare yourself to do things like breathing exercises, which for me were huge. Some right. people rely straight up on like hypnobirthing. I never right. really dove into hypnobirthing as much. I did play the soundtrack. You remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. What was it called? It's called Christian Hypnobirthing, it which was, I say, it doesn't, you don't have to be a Christian to want to listen to it. It doesn't, man, it was you're not so religious, calming. It's fine. It's more of just like the tone of her voice, the way she says it. It's very motivating because she's saying motivational things. I'll tell you what she's saying. And I'm not a mother and I am 
speaking as someone who was very afraid of birth for a very long time, mm -hmm. I was that weirdo that would like ask my mom, like, I'd be like, I'm scared to give birth. And she's like, that's all right, babe. You're seven. You're you know, seven. It's, like, it's going to be okay. But I was also the girl that would be like, what happens after we die? And my mom was just like, oh my gosh. She's like, I could not get you to sleep. You would just like, I'd be like, it's time to read a princess story. And you're like, what happens mm -hmm. after we die? <laughs> like God. what? So I was always like very afraid of that. And then moving into my like adult life, even more so scared of birth. And the, what I think is the most calming about the hypnobirth and maybe you agree or disagree is her saying over and over and over how like millions of women all over the world are doing this right now with you with you they yes. said it, yeah with you at the same exact moment that you're doing this someone it's like else little things like that it's crazy to think about because it's true someone else in south africa right then at that exact moment was pushing a baby out at the exact yes. same moment at you there's no there's no questions asked the odds are absolutely yes that was happening at the same time yep. millions of women around the world are giving birth at the same time as you she goes into this like and of course she's like the opposite of my voice she's like calm relaxing she's got a bit of an accent yeah and she's like she's like talking about how like you were designed to do this and women for the history of the world have done this it's how we quite literally have a population she doesn't go into detail like that but she just <laughs> says like this is what we were designed to yes. do that okay that right it there, made me feel proud to be a woman when somebody asked me what is like the number one thing that helped you get through labor it's like it's that sentence right there and I don't know how to explain it, it when I would go to my midwife's office they have it framed in the bathroom and I would always read it and be like love that and then I got this stack of um what do you call them not motivational cards, but what is it called? Um, tarot cards. No, affirmations. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I got tarot cards. <laughs> She's like, a Ouija board. Oh, Ouija. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, I got this um, this stack of cards that were words of affirmation for birth. And a lot of, I've seen a lot of home births, like, you know, where people set up the whole fairy lights and right. they put their cards out, which I'm like, good for you. That's great. In the moment, that was not something I'm like not doing an art project to set up, which I'm like, if that works for you, great. That would not have helped me. Right. The only thing I needed was my one affirmation card, which I had in my nightstand. I don't even know if you noticed it. No, I didn't. But it was, it's so simple. All, is, all it says is your body was made to do this. And I was like, that's the only reminder I just kept needing over and over again. I'm like, yeah, why are you scared? I'm like, these contractions hurt. They're not going to kill you. Right. And like, by the way, like, honestly, aside from like, now we know it's 2023 women were like, were made to do a million beautiful, wonderful, mm -hmm. powerful things. But like, if you really break it down to the, to the basics, we were literally just put here to give birth right. to, to, mean, to populate. Like yeah. that is the one thing we were absolutely no questions asked yeah. made to do. And I don't say that in a way that like, I know there are women out there who can't have children, et cetera, et cetera. I'm saying if you were able to have children, you're going to be okay. Yeah. You're made to do this. And if you don't make it to the hospital, like that's your plan, your body's still going to push that baby out. Like yeah. that's why people, I think people forget. They're like, how'd you do it at home? I'm like the same way I would have done it if I was in a car on the interstate and I didn't make it to the hospital. Your body just gets the baby out. Like, right. you know, it might not be where you want to do it, but it's possible. Right. <laughs> All right, if you girly pops have been following me for a while, then you already know that I've been using Care Vitamins for legit years. I think actually around five years. Now, I love these things for a multitude of reasons and have gotten all my family to start taking them as well because anytime I go home and they see my cute little personalized packs, they're like, wait, I need that. And it's great because outside of it being personalized with their name on the packet, it's like it literally says Shannon on the packet. I love it. It's completely personalized with what your body needs. You just take this easy, in-depth five-minute quiz and it asks you all about your body, your lifestyle, your day-to-day -day consumptions, and health goals. Now, this is the part though. This is the part where we got to be honest, like how many drinks you have a week. And we all know we'd be having that wine, but it's great because like me, 
who be having that wine. In my pack, I get magnesium, which is helpful because you can be deficient in magnesium when consuming alcohol. It explains it all in this pamphlet they give you too. I love it. I've got ashwagandha in my pack as well for concentration. We've got B12 for energy, probiotics for my gut health. And everyone, I think I'm doubled up on my gut health too, the probiotic, because everyone wants good gut health. And I can see a serious difference in my digestion when I'm consistently taking my care of vitamins. Each shipment comes with a customized pamphlet showing you exactly what's in your individual daily packs and why it was recommended specifically for you and your health goals, which was personalized by Dr. Backed Recommendation, taking all the guesswork out of what supplements are best suited for you. Because God knows I don't know any of this stuff. So we need, we need the doctors to come in here. Also, for all of us trying to take care of sweet mother earth a little bit more, you can take comfort in knowing that care of's daily vitamin packs are made of plant-based compositable film, so you can stress less about your impact on the environment. I am always traveling, as you guys know, so having these individual packs that are like already made up with everything I need in them is just so much more convenient than packing a bunch of different bottles of pills. And y'all already know that I hooked it up with a code. For 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code PROBABLY50. That's a whopping 50% off your first order that'll head straight to your door by heading to takecareof.com and entering code PROBABLY50. You're welcome. I also thinking about like the calming part of the, um, of the what we, Christian hypnotherapy, <laughs> Christian hypnobirthing, Christian hypnobirthing, which by the way, sounds like a super scary cult to <laughs> like, really they should work on the branding because yeah. that sounds weird. It was really calming and not weird at all. Yeah. Um, what wasn't calming was when it would like, so I guess it's like a, it's a 15 minute loop. Mm-hmm. And when it would end on yeah. Spotify, Taylor would be like, Mike, <laughs> like it always happens in in the middle of a contraction, contraction that I was trying to stay focused on, and I needed her voice being like, "Just breathe through the wave," and yeah, I yeah. would end, and I'd be like, <laughs> "What was she Australian?" I think so. I think so. She's like. Oh yeah, I'm not even gonna try to do it. We should have James down here, but it was yeah, it would go off, and Mike would just be like doing something else helpful, right? He wouldn't be just like twirling his thumbs, but he'd be like, she'd be like, he's like operating a Mike, camera, yeah. Mike, yeah. you were like uh. gritting your teeth, and I was like, ah, I got the end of prayer. I'm like pushing myself out of the tub to be like, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, I mean, I feel like the journey and the the answer is not short of why you decided to do that, but I just noticed as your best friend, like you just have been on a, a jerk. A crunchy ass journey. I said I was going to start this podcast out by saying, what up, you crunchy bitch? Because really, you just have been. And it's like funny because I'm just surrounded (laughs) by crunch. Like my whole friendship circle has turned into a fucking nature valley bar (laughs) because I have Anna Grace in my life who she's just been natural Mm -hmm. hippie as long as, you know, we've both known her. And then you come along and you just like, you're my eat mac and cheese, like eat all the processed sugar. You're my girl, right? We're getting toxic manicures. We're like living it up. We're living living the good life yep <laughs> my kids live a good life but then yeah you just like kind of turn this leaf which like I'm here for I'm here for anything anyone wants to do because you've never pressured me to do anything you always say stuff like that toothpaste isn't good for you and I'll be like <laughs> it's like my dick but I but like yeah you you just kind of I just started listening and being interested in the stuff you were saying and I will we'll fast forward to when you told me you were thinking about doing a home birth and yeah. I, you were probably two months pregnant I don't even remember I don't remember either but Let's let's dive into that moment real okay. quick. Because we haven't talked about this since I gave birth. Right. So you were like, I came over to your house. Everything is a thing. Everything's the the drama, the the drama. the, 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 the uh, build up, the so suspense. We love it. We have nothing else going on in our lives. So I'm like, I give her, I give her a look. She'll walk in. I'm like, so Shannon. Yeah, I. That's just so. And true. she's like, what? I'm, I'm like, like, bitch, what? 
I feel like, if, like you a have, pause. if you have a best friend, you absolutely do this with your best friend. Like she's like so she she, and I'm like, tell me what, what are you gonna name the baby after me? Just be honest. <laughs> and she's like, so, and I'll tell you what I did not see coming. This. And I didn't believe you for sure. Like when you first said, like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have a home birth. I was like, okay. And then you like started telling me why and like what you think about it. And like that you really kind of want to look into it more. And at this point, can we, can we backtrack really fast? Yeah. Typically I, you would have known, typically you would have known the process of my, like my thought process behind it and like leading up to it, making the decision. You were gone. You were in London. Yeah. For so long. Fuck you, James. I'm yeah. <laughs> you, James, honestly, um, you were gone for so long. And I was, I honestly kind of had, I had to make the decision semi-fast because I was choosing my care right oh, away. Yeah. And oh, I was yeah, so yeah. sick with my HG, had to get in to see a doctor uh-huh. or a midwife, whatever route I was going to take. So I had to kind of like make these decisions quick. And we weren't, you know, back in your like super honeymoon early phase of dating, James, you were not answering your phone when you went to London. So like we weren't talking unless you were here. Like you'd go for like what, a week or two at a time? I forgot that this was almost a year ago. Was it? Oh my God. Because yeah, I, I mean, was like, you're was pregnant it? for 10 months. <laughs> yeah. So, nice. so yeah, I actually just remembered that you're right. I was like, it was when I was like with his family and I couldn't be like, sorry, mm-hmm. my friend's calling. I'm like, okay, I'm with his family. I'm putting my phone away or we're at dinner. I'm not like, you yeah. know, it was like, yeah, you're right. It was like, the we honeymoon. would go and we would, we said it too. We were like, we go like six days without talking. It's so weird. Yeah. And the time difference we hadn't quite, time now difference. we have a better handle on that. Yeah. But at the time it was like really def- like difficult. Yeah. So you get home, you come up, you land. And like, I think like an hour later you came over that night. Remember? Yes, 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 yes. You came over. It was I always time. come over the night. The she day literally comes straight from the airport, and you walked always. in, and like, I knew I was like gonna tell you, and I was like, what is she gonna say? I remember being like, what Nervous. is your reaction gonna be? Because I will say this, which is another thing I'll get into way later, but we all know now. I kept this as like a very big secret. Yeah. Obviously, I was gonna tell you, and Mike and I were telling our parents. Obviously. Yeah. We we're gonna tell our parents. You were gonna know. Um, and then that was really all I had plans for. But right. That's as far as my brain thought. And that's, that was fine with me to keep it just that tight little circle right there. Did, uh, didn't you? I'm pretty sure I did. I, I other than like my sisters having to know. Well, okay. Like yeah. I just mean like other than your immediate family and me, I'm pretty sure that. Not you, even my immediate family. Like. Oh yeah. No. Like we just told mom and dad, mom and dad. Yeah. And then I'm saying my sisters had to know because they're. Yeah. Your they younger sisters. Up and they kept coming up. Had to, you know. Right. So anyway, um, I just remember being nervous about how you were going to react because I was one of the first advice pieces of advice that I was given from the midwives was this is such a mental thing. I would keep it hush hush because you don't need outside voices right. swaying you some other, you know, a different direction. Right. Sorry. The lights are flickering again. Um, so <laughs> we do this with a lantern. We're, yeah. like, so. <laughs> we're like, Taylor doesn't believe in any electricity. <laughs> She's Amish now. <laughs> Taylor is Amish. I just remember being really nervous to tell you because I was scared that your reaction wasn't going to be something that excited me. And then what was my reaction? I don't remember. I want to say like, okay, so I, you come in, we do the whole thing where I'm like, so Shannon, I'll yeah. tell you something. And so you're she, like, she. what bitch? And then I do the whole thing where I gave you the runaround. I don't tell you for five minutes. <laughs> Literally. Then so then I finally tell you, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm thinking of doing a home birth this time. And you, I don't think you spoke. Your mouth was just like wide open. You were like, what? I think I was sh- I wrote on my paper when I wrote what was my reaction. I just wrote shook. You were like, you're lying. Yeah. But I, you were always very, you were positive. Like you were like excited, shocked. 
I was what I wanted. (laughs) Okay, good. I'm glad to hear that. I was excited, shocked for sure, because here's the thing. Part of me, there's 50% of me that was like, duh, like, I totally could see why you would do this. And I, because you had gotten so crunchy. (laughs) I was like, yeah, this checks out. But the other part of me, I still can't believe like you, the way you just display. And really, I'm not trying to be sentimental here, but all women display strength when they're giving birth. Mm -hmm. Like the tailor I have known and loved and became best friends with for the past I don't even know how many years of our lives, five, six, whatever, eight. Oh shit. 26. No, actually I think it is eight years, but like the best friend that I grew up knowing since I was like 22, right? 21, 22, you, you were a little bitch. You know what I mean? Like you don't, you didn't handle pain. Well, every like, like minor inconveniences as far as like physical went, were like troublesome to you. Right. And I like brush my hair and I'd be like, ow. I wrote it down. I, I wrote it down. I, I said, it. I said, tender headed. I said, how it. does a bitch who's tender headed have a home birth? How do you, how do you go from being like, I would, she'd be like, will you do my hair or something? I'd be like curling your hair and I do it. And she'd be like, ah, oh, 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 oh. and I'm like, if, I'm sorry. If you're listening to this podcast, if you're tender headed, you're a little bitch. Like that's crazy. Well, next time you braid my hair or curl it, I will practice my breathing techniques. You practice those breathing techniques. So I just can't believe that someone that like would wince when I would put her hair in a high pony is like giving unmedicated home birth so I think I was just like because it was your third what you always say unmedicated you're not giving unmedicated home birth you said that like having having is it having you're not having unmedicated home birth either she's displaying (laughs) unmedicated she gave birth at home and it was unmedicated yes boom okay hear me out I want us to all think back to sex ed for a second. It's absolutely drilled into our heads how to prevent pregnancy. But what about when it's time to plan for it? I feel like we're taught that we're supposed to go to the OBGYN once a year for our annual checkups, but checking in with our fertility, it's usually not a thing until we're ready for kids. And then sometimes not even then. More times than not, we aren't checking in with our fertility until we find ourselves struggling to get pregnant, unfortunately. We are no longer living in a day and age where we have to just wait and see. Why not just find out sooner? Knowledge is power. And when you know more, you can make better decisions for your body, your health, and your future. And that's exactly why Modern Fertility was created. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. I actually did this a few years ago with Modern Fertility when I was 25, and the prick is honestly not bad at all. I've just done it again now that I'm 29 because I'm just curious about my body as I'm aging, and they make it so easy too. You just mail in the sample you take with a prepaid label, and then you'll get your personalized results within six business days. It's super easy and quick. What you get back is really cool too because they give you insight into your hormone levels like your ovarian reserve, aka if you have more or fewer eggs than average for your age and other important factors that can really impact your fertility. The results go really deep into what every hormone means. So if you're like me and didn't really understand the verbiage, don't worry, they break it all down really nicely for you. Also, you can download the results and share them with your doctor, which is nice. Traditional hormone testing at a fertility clinic can cost over $600, but modern fertility tests the same general set of hormones for only $179. Oh, and you can get reimbursed for the test through your FSA slash HSA. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering my listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash probably. That means your test is only going to cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash probably. That's modernfertility.com slash probably. Okay. So, so like, I just, I, yeah, I think it was a little bit easier for me to comprehend because it was your third, but again, for both of her hospital births, she, it wasn't like she did 
hospital and epidural the first time. Second time she went hospital, no epidural. Third time she's like, let's bring it all home. Third yeah, base. No. It was like a big jump. Yeah. But I did. I did just know. I I trust you. You are one. She's a witch. We always say this. I'm mm-hmm. like, Anna Grace is a witch as well. I surround myself with witches. But like you are you be knowing things like Mm -hmm. you know things before i know them you say things to me that i'm like i that can't possibly be true and then like i'm like oh my god i can't believe you were right so (laughs) you know yourself better than anyone else and i when you were like so sure of it i was like i'll give it a week or two and see and then like taylor does the bitch latches she latches on to things Mm -hmm. and she i remember one time someone was talking about like your ring or something your diamond ring and she spent like the next like three months like looking into like the clarities and everything about diamonds and she would call me be like guess what else i found about diamonds i'm like i don't give a fuck oh, yeah because like, i didn't understand the c's like, she the- wanted to understand when she wants to understand something yeah. you go balls to the wall and mm-hmm. it's really respectful but like honestly just not for me personally to research like that and you <laughs> love it so like then came eight months of you obviously being very serious about it and then you know you met with a doctor and a midwife mm-hmm. and it was great that's like kind of my experience with kind of you telling me yeah i mean and then um obviously you didn't have a name for a while this is Novi, Novi Josephine Monaco, which I really like the name Josephine. And I was kind of secretly and selfishly hoping that they didn't use it because I was going to put it on my baby <laughs> name list because I just still can. I still can. They'd be like, oh, fucking course, these two named their kids the same thing. But I just look really, at our shirts. Look, look at, at our, our shirts. I just think it's a really, really, really beautiful name. And the name came from us watching. You know, I was there when you found it out, right? Wasn't I? When we were watching Practic- Impact- Impractical Magic. Did you just call it Impractical Magic? What is it called? <laughs> <laughs> unmedicated home birth and practical magic i'm giving unmedicated home birth and i'm watching impractical it's called practical, practical magic, magic. Mm. It's opposite of was i sitting with you when you found it or did you tell me when no, we were sitting um, there you saw you it recently? and i just watched that a whole bunch yeah i watched it 20 times throughout october Got and it. i want to say i do remember being by myself because why else would I have been paying attention to credits? I was so bored. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then I think whenever we were done watching it, you were like, look what's about to pop up. I really like the name Novi. Yeah. But you were like, take off the D. I saw it on the TV. You're like, take off the D. Yeah, you right, had already right. seen it. I explained you- it to you. Right. Next time we watched it. Right, right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So then, yeah, she didn't, she, they didn't actually decide on that name though. They were deciding between that and like three other names. And it, Novi was four days old. And Mike was literally like, but we got to name this kid. <laughs> like, He's like, so what's it going to be, Josephine? And I was like, I don't know. I really still love Novi. It's just so cute. And it matches everything with like Walker, Lola, Novi. Like right. it's so fucking cute. And we played around like, to be honest, we were we were like, okay, we're these are our top two names, Josephine and Novi. Which one just sounds better being first? Right. Which Novi, Josephine sounded better to me than Josephine, Novi. It, Josephine, Novi is almost like a tongue tie. Yeah. Teach. Yeah. So yeah. it flowed better being Novi first. And I was like, I win. What about Walker? So her firstborn Walker, who's four. What about her being in the room while you gave birth? Because I personally was like, they are not going to want this. This is my job. Moving cars, getting Walker under control. I was like, <laughs> moving cars. yeah, they like brought him. It's important stuff. They uh, they brought Walker in because I remember I said, do you want me to bring Walker? And she just woke up because at that point it was like 730. Mm-hmm. And Walker came in and said, hey, to you. And then I thought for sure immediately. I even said, I was like, do you want me to take her out? And you're like, she can stay. And I was shocked by that because yeah. I thought you for sure would be like, I don't want her in here, one, to see me in pain, two, because she's four, she understands stuff. And then two, I thought she would be causing a ruckus, which she was so stoic and calm, which that's just like not Walker, really. Like, she's like a four-year-old little kid. Like, she's, you know, all over the place. And she was, what what were your reasoning behind that, kind of? So, you think you had it bad with me watching home birth videos? Yeah. Do you know how many Walker watched with me? She'd watch him and with she you? she would ask. She would request to watch him. I'd be like, Walker, you want to go watch Gabby's Dollhouse? And she'd be like, can we watch a home birth video? <gasps> really? Oh, my God. It was like her favorite thing. Like, 
I wish she was here right now so I could be like, what do you love watching on YouTube? She would tell you right now, home birth videos or birth videos. That's so funny. She was obsessed with it to the point where I was like, I thought it was so cute, but I was also like, are you going to be a midwife when you get older? Are you going to be? She told um, the midwife that, that yeah. she wanted to be a midwife. So Walker, I knew, I knew that she would want to be in it. And she kept asking like, do I get to be in the room yeah. when the baby comes out? Right. And I'm like, maybe we'll see. Well, our girl, Hillary Duff, she had a home birth. Taylor's obsessed yes. with Hillary Duff to the point her. that it's like, it's, it's absolutely not normal. And I've never known you to be obsessed it's with anyone. <laughs> You're like, literally like you don't fangirl over anyone except for Hillary Duff. I was also, this is not anymore. I mean, I still love her, but like. The obsession that I had, the one that you're the creepy one you're talking about, I was like 11. I think it's still there. It's a little creepy still. Um, not, <laughs> she's not gonna watch this. Be honest with she, yourself. She might. <laughs> no, but she had she had a uh, her baby her yes. daughter in the she pool with her. She did two home births, and she oh, had really? her daughter I think in the water with her. Yeah. It was so cute. It yeah. was like really sweet. I didn't know if you were gonna put Walker in the water. with No, you. I didn't want anyone in the water with me, Mike. Or Mike kid. was like, should I get in? Because a lot of the husbands yeah. sometimes get in the tub. And I'm I'm the person that's like, don't touch me. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I'm in pain, that's one thing. If I'm in pain that I'm trying to mentally tell myself I'm not in pain, I'm also, don't fucking touch me. Yeah, you don't like, need someone like, like, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, I know, and I've watched, and it looks so beautiful, these videos where the, the men are just, like, rubbing their arms or whatever, and I'm just like... I would be like, don't touch me. She is I like that. that. I and think I one time, like that. one time he came over to you and brushed your head over and kissed you, and you were like... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, was I, like, I can't. Yep, there can't goes. Stand it. Um, but your decision to have Walker in the room. Sorry, I interrupted. No, you're fine. Um, I I was only gonna tell her to leave if she was acting her normal self, her yeah, normal yeah. crazy four year old self that she's normally at, like in two o'clock in the afternoon. But because yeah. it was early in the morning, because we did wake her up when it was time to like push, right? right. I think I remember that right. She just woke up and we just kind of like brought her. I was like, she's awake. Can we bring her in? It was just like time to get up at that yeah, point. Yeah. Honestly, I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just remember her being in the room all of a sudden and she was very calm. And she because was. she was so calm and so like collected, I was like, she can stay. She's not bothering me. Now, if she had started bothering me, I, you know, every five seconds, she was like, mommy, mommy. I would be like, get her out. That That is exactly like what you, I walked over to you and I was like, I'll take Walker whenever you want me to. And you were like, she's okay. She's fine. She can stay. Yeah. I'm like, okay. And I knew how much she wanted to watch it. It was always asked. She was so interested. It was like so cute, except for it's funny. What was it like days later where she was like, <laughs> no, this was like a couple days ago. She go, yeah, Walker came up to me today. goes, mom, I still can't believe Novi came out of your butt. <laughs> you were like. Yeah. I'm so like, I'm yeah. Like, so she's watching home births and she's not like, what? Wow. But I watched whenever I was like 11, my dog had puppies and no one was there except for me and my mom. And we were like helping my, one of them was stuck and my mom and I were helping our dog, Sadie, give birth. Oh my gosh. I know it was pretty intense. And dude, a vet you're lived, a midwife. Dude, I'm a midwife. <laughs> I was catching these puppies. And um, actually though, but my mom, a, a vet lives up the street from us and she hadn't gotten there yet. And I remember being like, calling my dad being like, or calling my dad. My dad came home that night. I was like, I can't believe Sadie pooped out all her puppies i thought the same thing yeah they, they're like as a kid you think like things that come out of your body you're like poop poop babies <laughs> you don't think of like the separation yeah you're like what, what, what am i gonna tell her no it was it was a vagina like, yeah <laughs> i don't feel like explaining all that right now so i'm like yeah mommy pooped him out mommy just pooped her out honestly yeah, yeah that's and it did i mean my position that i was in on like all fours i'm like she can't tell <laughs> the craziest thing for me personally was one how tell like, us what the craziest thing for you personally was. for me personally <laughs> um the craziest thing was realizing that in hospitals and i get it it's a it's a um I don't want to say it's a lawsuit thing, but I guess it is essentially. That's kind of what it breaks down to that. Like women have to give birth laying down because it's too dangerous oh, yeah. for women to be on all fours standing up because obviously if something bad were to happen, the hospital could be liable. Yeah. Right. What's and the you, word for that? 
like it's a liability issue liability i guess like it's in that and that makes sense i really i'm not like that's messed up that's not naturally how women should give birth i'm like okay if you're if you're running hospital with thousands and millions of women giving birth all the time who can't feel their legs who can't feel their legs epidurals then yeah that makes sense that they wouldn't be able to do that but um it would make more sense and the the craziest thing for me personally was Mm -hmm. um noticing and realizing duh women giving birth squatting me i'm like women squatting <laughs> or 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 like the way you were which was like bent over like this like that naturally for mm-hmm. gravity that is how a baby would fall out now picture there's something inside of you that fall that out. you want to come out of you and you're laying on your back yeah just pushing it's like that's obviously going to be harder to do it also doesn't open your as far as bones go it doesn't open your pelvis as wide as it could right which is a lot of times why your baby might get stuck right or something else might happen like it and is, it is it's not a good position to be in. It's crazy that that's like the standard. That's the standard. But like you said, when you have an epidural, you can't feel your legs. How do right. you squat? Right. It's it's just all it's all. It really it really brings me back to just being thankful for my squatty potty. Like I said, <laughs> my choice to have a home birth is a lot of layers. This There's, is this is like layer number seventy seven. <laughs> it's an onion. The home birth is an onion. Yeah. Y'all, I am so excited to talk about this company because I have been using them for ever and they just came out with a new product that is uh, so good so 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 good i used to get so excited my mom would let me get a new tree hut like scrub or product at the store when i was younger so this is just coming full circle baby like i love talking about tree hut because i've just like i said been using them forever i feel like everyone can picture it too right now right like tree hut is just the og so many scents and it feels so nice to scrub your body with something that feels nice and luxe without the massive luxe price tag attached to it it also looks really pretty displayed your bathroom like i always have a couple of them like sitting around my bathtub it's really pretty so it makes sense the tree hut is america's number one body scrub and now they've done it again they have released a hydrating gel wash it's honestly unreal it's infused with a fruit oil complex that hydrates your skin so well i personally have the world's driest skin so i'm always trying to keep it hydrated it renews your skin with antioxidants brightening vitamin c and some amazingly rich in fatty acids i don't know why i love saying that so much rich in fatty acids okay mm. anyways seriously it's just an amazing product and it's great for clearing your skin of dirt oil and grime while also balancing its microbiome. And did you guys know that I was smart enough to use words like microbiome? Yeah, well, I am. So run and do not walk. Go get yourself Tree Hut's newest product at Target and Ulta because I know y'all are already going to be up in there anyways. And if you aren't, then you can still shop it online at Target and Ulta as well because I also know y'all got y'all's phones in your hands. So shop Tree Hut. It's amazing. And their new product, chef's kiss. Let's talk about one more thing with like the actual birth and then we can wrap that part up. But the, uh, you, okay. So I want to tell the part of the story where you, so it's called the ring of fire. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening to this and you're a woman who's given birth, then they use this term in any, when you get birth at the hospital too, right? It's when you're crowning. It's when you're crowning. It's when the baby's head, which is obviously the largest part to come out is coming right out of the hoo-ha. Okay. Which is crazy. I always thought it was the shoulders. I, do you, oh. sense to you, I thought the widest you would ever stretch is when the shoulders come out. Wait, explain that. Why is it not? I didn't because think about the shoulders, that. how it's supposed to, you know, most, for the most part be is the shoulders come out almost like one by one. So it's like, so blip, it's like, blip. it's like a head, the head comes out. is the widest. And then it goes like, blip, blip. Oh, <laughs> they don't just slip and slide out of that thing. I mean, they could, I don't really know. Obviously everyone's different, but yeah, right. I see what you're saying. But the way that it's, I mean, supposed to. Right. The I'm ring ne- of fire is the head. I'm hesitant to say this. I put it on a podcast and then we'll be like, actually. No, because you can say, what, listen, this is our personal experience. We're right. obviously not, we're not midwives. We're not OBGYNs. We're not any of these things. We're yeah. just a, a bitch that's seen a couple births happen and a bitch has had three births. That's so. just what I've been told is that 
the shoulders are supposed to come out, you know, like one after the other kind of. No one's listening to this podcast thinking it's a medical and or finance and or any professional podcast. So if you are and you're taking this shit seriously. We do not have our PhDs. Just uh, just tune off for a bit. Take a drive. Get some air and <laughs> shut the fuck up. So um, I, yeah, I think the ring of fire is like what was the most people were asking because the one question was at any point did you because going back to the fact that you had two hospital births both with epidurals was there ever a part of the of the home birth of the birth in general where you were like oh my god I want an epidural and she'd already told me about this she's like there's gonna be a time there's a time where all women who have unmedicated birth we have to prep this really quick okay I had told Shannon, I was like, I want you there. But obviously, since you're going to be there, there's a couple things you have to know. Yes. And this is something the midwives told me to prep, not just you, but anyone who's going to be there in the room. They were like, they need to be on the same page. They need to be aware and they need to to know. So it was things to go over. Like, you got to be quiet. It's all it's since, since it is such a mental thing. You cannot disturb me. They can't be like leaving, going to and from like you got to come in and almost shut up. Like, yeah, yeah. They had to tell me that twice. Right. <laughs> I did remember the one time, <laughs> uh, which kind of made me laugh because I was like, typical. Um, but then what was the other thing? I'm blanking. Like on uh, what the I transition. So I told you there would be probably a moment where I'm like, nothing, none of my breathing techniques at this point were going to work whenever transition was happening or the ring of fire transition is basically the point where you go from having your contractions that are getting obviously in t- more intense more intense to all of a sudden the transition is when the baby is here it's coming there yeah. the baby's coming out now and you're transitioning into those last couple contractions mm-hmm. that are way bigger way more intense because the baby is exiting your body that's yeah. the transition right like she's about to come out you're no longer just having contractions of pushing her towards your vagina vaginal opening but you're now like it's about to come it's out and that's time. the transition there's no turning back and that's the point she said where doctor where midwives say everyone begs like i can't do this take me to the hospital yeah. well, of course not everyone i'm sure there's some gr- women who are insanely strong and are just like Doo-doo-doo. but they tell me there is a part that you will reach in labor um that all your breathing techniques and all your prepping will completely go out the window and you will beg for an epidural. You will scream. You will be in the most pain, but it is so short lived and boy, was it. Yeah. It's crazy. So I was like waiting for this moment, right? Oh, I was too. And it, and it, and it happened and it was so obvious. Do you, do you want to reenact or do you want me to reenact, I want it? You to reenact it? Okay. She's in the tub and all of her contractions. I'm so impressed by her. Like people are like, would you ever do a home birth? I'm like, that's a different can of worms. Honestly, probably not because I'm too scared. But like if I were to ever want to do a home birth, the one person who would make me do this is her because I don't want to take any of your pain or suffering away, but you made it look I don't want to say easy but you made it look doable okay you made it look achievable you're like a prime time person who should have been like filmed giving birth so that someone could watch it and feel more confident and strong thanks so um all your techniques and preparation worked so anyways all of her contractions they were like this and if you're listening just try to close your eyes and picture it she's like she's like holding onto the tub she'd like you'd see it you'd she'd about to be time to happen and she's like she would it was like she would like this like low moan but not even really she was just like and I'm picturing because Hollywood makes birth seem so crazy. Mm. I'm picturing you being like, ah, ah, and you were literally, you're just like this. And it was almost like you were cold. Like you were like, you could tell you're like shivering because you were holding on to the sides of the tubs. But you, for the most part, were just like, like that, right? Mm. The transition happens. You're like, so one of the midwives names Chelsea and she's like, when she was having her contractions, she needed someone to put pressure on her lower back. She thought it was Chelsea doing it the whole time, but actually it was me because Crazy. Chelsea was holding a mirror. But anytime she would have a contraction, she'd go Chelsea and then Chelsea would look at me and I'd put my fist in the lower back. Which you right? guys kept from me. Well, we didn't want to call. No, good call. Anything else up good or call. think there's more people in the, the moment, tub. I would have been like, 
Shannon's doing it? No. Does she know what she's doing? No. But, no. but Chelsea like showed me how to do it and it was like applying pressure. So anytime she'd have a contraction, she'd go, Chelsea. And Chelsea would come over and she'd, I would do the, the fist <laughs> thing because Chelsea was busy using a mirror to look at all the other important midwife stuff. And so this particular time she goes to have a contraction and she's like, ah, ooh, Chelsea, help, help, help me, Chelsea, help me, help me. And I was like, everyone in the room knew that it was the transition and everyone knew because they had a mirror under, they literally have a mirror in the, in the pool underneath sliding underneath to see like, yeah. you know, and they saw the baby's head and they're like, you got this, you got this. I think one person said you got this, but it was, I don't want to laugh and say it was funny, but you really were like, help, help me, help me, help, 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 help me, help me. Yeah. And we were all just there and they're like, <laughs> yeah, that, like we, it's the, all you. <laughs> you did, so, so you did this. Remember that time you decided you want to do this? So you got, <laughs> we can't really help you, girl. And like, that was it. And I want to say, I remember thinking, ooh, that was so sad. I don't know if I could watch her do Oh, they were like, Anne, Anne, here she comes. Here they she comes. They were like, grab your Anne, baby. Anne, grab your baby. Anne, grab your baby. And I was like, whoa. So I think your transition, they're so right. I would give it 10, 11 seconds. Yeah. 10 or 11 seconds. And again, everyone's different, but you're crowning that transition period. It was, yeah, you, the, as I was like, oh, that might be hard to watch again. I might need to take Walker out because she might need to watch her mom's yell, uh, but the baby's here. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So short lived. So definitely burned, but yeah, that was, it was so fast. I think a lot of me saying help me also, which I don't even think I've told you this yet, but a lot of me, freaking out and having that panic moment of saying help me it wasn't even because the pain got so intense it did hurt and it yeah. did burn I was more scared right of like okay I know what's going on I know her head is about to come out and that's where I'm like okay if you're gonna tear this is when you're gonna do it you're gonna feel yourself tear you're not medicated Ooh. I think all these thoughts started going through my brain yeah I got scared and the technique when you are crowning um it's how it's the difference in not tearing versus having epidural not being able to feel the pushes remember the difference that I talked about this? yeah which my is really interesting midwives always told me like what you want to do you know you won't be medicated so you'll feel it better which is a good thing it's to your benefit you'll feel crowning more you'll feel the pushes you'll feel the contractions you'll feel how hard you're working and so you want to blow a feather so pretend like you're keeping a feather afloat you're supposed to go like like that's the remember did I do that yeah you did do that and also explain to explain to them too what what the reason it is and which made sense to me because when you're crowning is when most people tear is when they push too hard when the baby's head is coming out versus you being able to feel it. they push too hard because they can't feel obviously, it because they have an epidural right obviously think about your perineum your vagina opening it's like getting the widest it's gonna get when the baby's head the biggest part is coming out you're crowning that's right your crowning you have to give that tissue um like a few seconds to fully stretch before you just go and like push that baby out oh, that's gosh. when you rip and that's when your skin's like wait we weren't ready you know right right so you want to the the breathing the feather breathing going like that's supposed to help you from having that bear down that urge to bear down it's like an uncontrollable urge to bear down when the baby's coming out like right. your body's gonna naturally do it regardless right whether you want to or not right but that's why you blow like that it helps you not tear and it I didn't tear. you didn't tear and it's crazy too. and she someone, was out in five seconds after that yeah someone was like oh I already said this part where they were like what would you have done if she teared I'm like they would suture up but I watched them check you and they were like oh 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 uh, yeah nope you didn't tear and I no. was like shut up and I also want to say not to freak anyone out like I my one of my very good friends that had a home birth before me that was a very big encouragement for me to do it right she had her home birth she tore yeah I want to say it was happens. like a third degree tear oh and she's going to do another home birth. Yeah. Like it's not, it's, it wouldn't have been the end of the world. I mean, it's just obviously no one wants to tear. Right. It's just another thing to like deal with, but she was stitched up right there with her midwife. I mean, totally. Yeah. First of all, I don't know a single person who isn't obsessed with Topgolf after they've tried it. 
If you haven't been, it's this massive, stunning, cool venue that has so much more than just golf. It's an experience. So I've gone with all my friends. I've taken my parents there. I've gone with my goddaughters. It's legit perfect for anyone. I'm personally not super good at golf, but that's where it's fun because it doesn't matter. I've gone with my friends before that are legit so good at golf, and sometimes I've even beaten them at games we play. They've got these huge light-up targets that you try to hit into a massive fairway, and there's a ton of different games that are associated with them. Another thing I did was I had my friends who were really good at golf help me with my swing and teach me more about golf, and I didn't feel all stuffy and pressured or whatever because I was in such a relaxed atmosphere. They have music pumping, amazing food, and drinks that get delivered right to your bay. Get the pizza, trust me. And personally, my favorite part is that even though it's technically outside, it's covered, and so in the winter, they got heaters that make it cozy, and in the summer, they've got fans to keep you cool. And shout out to my lefties, because another reason that I never really play golf, or I guess I'm kind of intimidated, is because I don't actually have my own set of clubs, and it's rare that someone else is left-handed, and Topgolf hooks it up with the lefty clubs. Actually, everyone gets to choose whichever club they want when they're in there. I just genuinely have such a good time every time I'm there. Also, if there's someone in your life that wants to have fun, but also can't miss a game on TV, we all know the type, then don't worry, they have giant TVs everywhere. I'm telling you, the next time that you don't know what to do with your friends, with your parents, or even with your kids, take them to Topgolf. It will not disappoint. Also, it's fun to try something new. I never thought that I'd be interested in golf, but Topgolf makes you forget that it's a serious sport and you just have fun with it. It's golf. It's not golf. It's Topgolf. Download the app, book a bay, and come play around. So someone, um, the process after you had the baby and it was beautiful, um, someone wrote in and was like, okay, real talk, be completely honest for real. Were, how gross was it with all the juices and the blood <laughs> and all the like pl placenta and Everything. all the things that come out? Birth juices. Yeah, all the birth juices. So I have to say, and I'm going to say it right now, this is even shocking to me. <laughs> I am not, I always think, I'm so thankful that there are people in life that are meant for certain things. I am so thankful that there is someone out there that is meant to clean our teeth because it couldn't be fucking me. Mm -hmm. It couldn't be me. I literally, when they clean my teeth and I smell like, you Their know, gloves. just like plaque or whatever, I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, and I know I'm not that dirty. So I know some dirty bitches be coming in here and they have to clean their teeth. I'm so thankful there's someone in this world that thinks like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. I'm so thankful that there are people that are doctors and nurses that can see blood and guts. And when I watch like y'all y'all think I'm kidding I'm so dramatic with this if a show is on which I love like murder mysteries I love like uh blacklist I love all that stuff if skin is being sliced open if there's a knife slicing skin open I will not watch it if there's blood I will not watch it if someone's being stabbed oh, we get it I go like this <laughs> I go like this I literally put I'm my hand to hurt <laughs> I put my hand in front of my eyes my I literally and someone's like oh come on like someone always says it's fake it's a movie I'm like I can't fucking watch it right yeah. like Grey's Anatomy I could never get into I that agree. show because of that Anyways, I don't know what it is. And I don't know if not to be so deep and dramatic, but I don't know if it's because I literally feel like you're my family. <laughs> and like, if it was someone you like love, you like care less. But it happened with something else that happened to you. I forgot what it was. I helped with something. It was either looking at your hemorrhoid or something. I don't remember. And I was just like not grossed out by it. 
I can't remember. remember. Oh, oh, I remember. It was you giving birth to Walker. When I was there, when I was there, I thought to myself, I'm going to freak out and I cannot be the bitch that faints and makes it about me. I cannot, I cannot, I cannot. And whenever I watched you give birth, it was no other way to put it, but beautiful. Mm -hmm. It was stunning. And I was literally staring into the eye of the tiger. Like I was in the front of between your legs. Right. And I was just like, I'm not grossed out. This is not weird at all. This is like, so I'm so interested and it's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Well, a little bit different with home birth because you don't have three different nurses wiping you down, grabbing you, doing all this stuff immediately. Because like, I feel like when you give birth in a hospital, they have the blanket over you. Mm-hmm. Like no one is actually, unless you're the nurse or doctor seeing all that stuff, they're cleaning it up like so quick Yeah. with the home birth. It was a lot more like quiet and calm. It didn't feel like a rushed hospital environment. Mm-hmm. Therefore, whenever she got out from the tub to the bed, I mean, you, all the juices in birth, like liquids are all down her legs on her feet as they would be. Cause she got up from a, you know, tub and walked to her bed and then she laid down and the midwives were cleaning you off. And then I just walked over and I grabbed some of the washcloths and I literally was like, didn't even think twice. I was like, Oh, let me help wipe this blood clot and placenta yeah. and, and everything else and, and everything off of her <laughs> legs. And then I was taking, which like I was taking the rags filled with like blood and blood clots to the bath to the bathroom rinsing them off like <laughs> just like getting all the I would be like oh there's a clot right there and then I was just rinsing them and then I would bring them back and be like here's a new wet one and they're like even the midwives were like what the fuck <laughs> and I was just like yeah yeah get it get, get it off Chelsea was thigh. like you have such a good friend oh well no I really me I'm like oh I am no I will hold that over your head for as long as I live but I genuinely That's I fine. the the question was like be for real be so fucking for real and I'm like I am I really was like not grossed out by it at all and I think it is probably because I just feel like you're like yeah. my sister but <laughs> but genuinely I was just like oh there's an extra little clot right there let's get that off I mean you really were I remember looking down too being like Shannon, you don't have to do any of this. And you were like, oh, I got it. It's fine. I was well, like, and the midwives are doing what? so much other important shit. I was like, I can wipe the blood off of you. I mean, that was wild. You were literally wiping. What did I compare it to? <laughs> well, you were like, you're washing my feet. Yeah, like, I'm like, you're going to use your hair next like they did in the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, bitch. <laughs> no. You're like, this shit's red. No, never Yeah, mind. never. We're like, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Uh, no, but I really wasn't grossed out by it. And it was. It was definitely a lot more juices than I thought there'd be, though. Really? Uh, my, whenever you birthed your placenta, though, Mike was like, can I touch it? And I was like, you're a fucking freak. Yeah. <laughs> Even the midwives were like, that's the first husband we've ever had asked to touch it. Yeah. And then he, like, really got his hands up in there and touched well, it. Well, because the midwives do, they were like, do you want to see your placenta? You were like, yes. And then they came over and they did, like, which I assume only, uh, I listen, I'm glad that people are put on this earth to be in the positions they are because couldn't, again, couldn't fucking be me. But they, like, hold up the placenta, which looks like a stingray. And they're literally like, look. <laughs> oh this one's beautiful this is nice and veiny this is beautiful they talk about it like it's like art yeah and i was like Like, (laughs) (laughs) and mike's like can i touch it and they're like sure because they were because they were going like this and touching it all over being like that and then he was like i want to touch it and they're like this is what was attached to the inside of your wife for nine months yeah and it's just nuts i mean for me like i think it's cool i obviously like i wanted to see it because i'm like wow that's that's where my baby would yeah was and or it was was not in the placenta but you know what i'm saying yeah yeah but then i'm like after a couple days i'm like i don't want to touch it yeah it's just knocking futz man the human body is crazy it's wild it really i really makes me so proud to be a woman like i just want to sing all those woman songs like i am woman i am feeling it's just like so cool no let's go girls let's go girls man man (laughs) i feel like a woman okay um trying to let's wrap this up let's see uh let me see what i wrote my notes because i am a prepared little bitch oh we we could wrap it up talking about the house what house bitch we bought houses beside each other 
Oh, Lots. Yeah. We are building houses beside each other. The things babies do to you. What house? What house, she says. What house? I haven't been buying. I haven't been ordering Postmates or buying purses. And you say, what house? I forgot. Um, I've been a little busy. Someone wants to know. So the process has kind of gotten a little bit more. Actually, it's just like started in general as far as like the building is underway. Like we'll get pictures from our friends that live in the neighborhood, Colin Clay, and they'll be like, look. And it's like a picture of the... Um, There's gravel. Yeah, gravel. Or like, they're pouring your concrete. You've got footers. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what any of this means, but I sent it to my dad. I'm like, I've got footers. Yep. He's like, exciting. They're like putting the walls up for your basement now. Yeah. Very nice. We, we keep joking that like, because it's tornado season now, natural. Like, we're just going to go to your lot and just lay in the ground because we're, we're like, is in the it basement. <laughs> is this done yet? Is at, least, is at least the basement done? Yeah. Can the basement be done? Um, Yeah. I mean, it's at this point, Taylor and I get to do like some of the more fun stuff, which is like she is completely renoing her kitchen like from the jump street i'm gonna do like a little bit here and there so i was at dinner with my friend mallory urban the other day and she was like she said this and it's so true she's like you're so lucky to have a tailor just you're just so lucky because like people pay for this shit and i just have a tailor which she just know i i have a tailor Mm -hmm. and she knows um she knows everything and you just it's gonna be so fun Maybe for, not for you, but it's going to be so fun for me just to call you and be like, <laughs> what do I put here? What do I do here? And we're going to we're going to do the fun stuff now, which is yeah. like pick out tiles and pick out like kitchen things and yeah, cabinets and all that jazz. Yeah. Shit we never thought would be fun. Shit we never thought would be fun. But I'll be honest, shit that we never thought we'd be doing at the exact same time together, which is really cool. So like, I don't know, couldn't couldn't recommend more, you know, buying a compound next to your best friend. Yeah. It's compound buying a lot next to your best friend and, and well the compounds are next move compounds next move yeah. i think um precious baby novi precious baby tt i love you so much thank you, for you. <laughs> not by that much you know that when we figured out that we were i don't know if we've already said this on the podcast when we figured out that taylor was a grade older than me a grade a grade because you know that's how you used to measure stuff well yeah because we're not we, we're not there's not many months between us no and I'm, I'm told, august you're november yeah because you were the youngest you had to be so young in your yeah. grade you because you w- had learned more in hawaii or something when you yeah. came to alabama they put you in a higher grade right i was just really fucking smart she was so smart and i was a bit older for my grade but yeah i mean it's funny how that shit used to matter so much i actually now that i'm thinking about this i think i have said this on the podcast before but there's like girls that were in the grade below me mm-hmm. like like i remember their names baker aaron like jessica all these girls that were in the grade below me and i i remember when they went to college right and they got in a sorority i was like oh cute they went zeta cute look at them how sweet like bitch they are seven months younger than you like, that. and then when they got married i was like oh Baker got married. Yeah. Cute. Like, she has literally seven months younger. She's pregnant. She's a baby. That baby's <laughs> pregnant? Like, she is seven months younger than you. Like, it's oh, just God. so funny how that, like, works in your brain that way. But, I mean, uh, I found out that Taylor, when we when we realized and we put it together, and I was like, wait, this is obviously very early on in our friendship, but maybe, like, a year in. I was like, wait, yeah. what year did you graduate high school? And you were like, 2011. And I was like, oh, I graduated in 2012. Taylor immediately goes, really? I would have never been friends with you. <laughs> <laughs> like I would have never I don't think I would have liked you and then I recently found out that James is the grade above me too and I was like hot so yeah you just got so much hotter hotter upperclassman (laughs) but really he's like six months older than me that's so funny it's just so funny how many months or what he's August you're you're he's July you're August okay Anna Grace is July so he's a month older than me he's a month older than you hot Hot. (laughs) (laughs) well precious baby angel great older than me or not Love you. Thank you for Yay. coming. Very impressed by you. And you're fucking crazy. I'm fucking crazy. You're next. 